How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Justin Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We post every Friday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And while you're at it, hit the like button. Also, we're going to be using your guys' suggestions that you guys commented. So, as you can see, here are the suggestions for this week. And we want you guys to know, make sure you comment on this video for what you want us to talk about next week. And we will talk about it. So today we're going to be talking about the craziest fast food hacks, theories, and some of the most outrageous stories that go down at fast food restaurants. We're also going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And when this video comes out, Spider-Man is out for everybody to see. So we're going to try to predict what's going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home and our thoughts and some theories we have about it. This episode's a good one, guys. You don't want to miss it. I'm also going to be talking about a theory about dogs and how their sleeping positions actually can determine how they're really feeling. Okay, so this week I'm going to be talking about some crazy Disney theories about cars and Toy Story. And also a big mystery about Area 51. So I think we got to get into it. Ooh, Area 51, huh? Let's get into it. Did you ever hear about the lady at Wendy's who found a human finger in her chili? Shut up. So for everyone who doesn't know, Wendy's is known for their chili. Dude, their chili is so good. Especially a chili cheese potato. Oh my potato. gosh. Yeah, so basically this lady, she ordered some chili. Okay. Starts eating it and then claims that she found a finger in her chili. A human finger? A full-on human finger. So word got out, right? Okay. News outlets, everybody started talking about how this woman found a freaking finger in her chili. Wendy's ends up losing like $21 million because of all the damages and fear people have. Like, I'm never going to go to Wendy's again. People like were, like, boycotting Wendy's. That is crazy. I mean, think about it, though. If you found a finger no, in yeah, chili, you're, you're totally I ain't right. ever going back there. You're totally right. Yeah, if someone... Okay, yeah. If you find a human body part in your food, I don't think anyone's going to go there. Yeah, so basically, years later now, okay? Okay. The lady confesses, and she said that, actually, she planted the finger. Oh my gosh. She got a finger. So her husband's friend actually worked for like a construction company. Okay. Cut his finger off on accident. The lady then got it. It's hey, I'm gonna put this I'm gonna do something with this. Goes to Wendy's, orders some chili, plops it in there, eats it, and then oh my gosh, there's a finger in here. But he, but gave, he it to her. gave it to her? Yeah. And say, hey, put this to good use. It's my cut off finger. What? And then she like literally said on record, she's like, she I wrote it down because this is exactly what she said. She said I cooked it. <laughs> she cooked the finger to prep it to make it look like it was cooked with the chili. Are you serious? You know what I mean? So it wasn't like a real, like a new, fresh finger. Right. She cooked it first. So then when it was in the chili, it looks like it was cooked with a big batch of chili. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Who cooks the finger? So for everybody out there, it is safe to eat Wendy's chili. You don't have to worry about fingers being in it. It ended up being a lie. So... We're safe. Hey, did you hear about the guy in Florida? Like, he was in the drive through line at Wendy's, uh-huh. and he threw an alligator through the drive through window at the worker. So this 24-year-old kid, his name is Joshua James. Okay. And he was going through the drive through line at Wendy's. The girl hands him his drink, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something snaps, and he gets a three-and-a-half-foot alligator, chucks it through the window. Are you kidding me? He ended up getting charged with petty theft. I think it was from stealing the alligator. He the- stole the alligator? Yeah. You people are crazy. I don't know, like, if something's wrong with him, but he did something crazy, and I I don't know what to make of it. That is insane. Why throw it? <laughs> Why get it in the first place? <laughs> well, I get, I get it. Maybe he wanted to have a pet alligator or something, right? <laughs> but why are you going to throw it through the drive through window? Dude, what? That's so crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Talking about 
one of the craziest conspiracy theories mm-hmm. about food, okay? So I just remember this. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the Panda Express theory no. about their chicken? No. We all like the orange chicken from Panda Express, right? Love it. You know, like, sometimes when you get the orange chicken, you look at it, and the shape of the chicken looks like, like a creature. Yeah, it looks a little funky sometimes. Like, you're looking at that, you're like, how, how is that from a chicken? Okay, so there's a theory that actually sometimes what happens is, like, a rat or, a, like, a mouse in the kitchen gets thrown in into the fryer. You're lying. And it ends up being, a, like, the orange chicken. It's just rat meat? Because sometimes you do get, like, weird pieces of chicken. Right, it's like a weird shape. Right. It's no way it's a chicken. But sometimes you also get really bad pieces. Like, you think it's chicken, right? But it's a really bad piece of meat. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just remember growing up and hearing that there's a chance they put rats in their food. Okay, remember the Starbucks theory that I told you a while ago? Yeah. That is actually a really good theory, which you Okay. Said. I said this a long time ago, but for everyone who missed it on TikTok, there's a crazy theory about Starbucks and their marketing. Okay, so we, yeah. we've all been to Starbucks once. But when you go, for some reason, every time, they will spell your name completely wrong. It, yeah. it doesn't matter how simple your name is to spell. They will spell it wrong. It's so funny. I remember talking about this for TikTok. My name is R-Y-A-N, and they spell it B-I-A-N. Yeah. Super. It happens a lot, though. Even to this day, like they, it's, it's always B-R-A-N or B-Y-A-N. Or really? Something. Yeah. See, okay. So the theory is that Starbucks does that on purpose. What does everyone do once they see their, their name spelled wrong? They take a picture and they post it on social media. Till this day, right, every week you got a friend out there that's still posting that on their story. And I know I've done it for sure. Oh, yeah, everyone has. Right. But it turns in to free marketing for Starbucks. Yeah. You literally are making a free ad for them. People see your story and they go, wow, I want to go see how my name gets spelled and I want to get a drink. We don't see many Starbucks commercials, even on like different platforms. You don't see Starbucks ads. Probably the only Starbucks ad you see is for like their pumpkin spice latte during Thanksgiving. I feel like the only time I've seen like marketing for them. Yeah. Is in like magazines. Right. But see, we do all the marketing for them by posting it on our social media. It's so genius. I know. So did you hear about the man that like dressed up as a police officer and went to Whataburger and cut the whole line? Are you kidding me? So basically like this guy in Texas went to Whataburger and the line's like super long. It's really popular. Right. And he dressed up as a cop, decorated his car and got fake lights on it. He turns on the lights, right, to cut the line. Right? And everyone's like, oh my gosh, yeah, go ahead, go through, right? It's like a cop. We gotta let him go through. And he's like, thank you. You know, I gotta get my burgers. And he gets burgers. And then he, he's like, he dips out and he's like, you know what? I'm at, I'm like this far in. Yeah. So I might as well turn the lights on to get home. Shut up. He starts driving. Yeah. And he's blowing through red lights. A cop knows when you see, he sees a fake cop. The lights are different. Everything's a little different. He gets fined $15,000 for impersonating a cop. Are you serious? So those little Whataburger burgers. Cost them fifteen thousand. It's not good. Do not ever impersonate a cop. If I was Whataburger, this is what I would do. I would pay for the guy's fifteen thousand dollar fine and use it as a marketing <laughs> scheme. We have a burger that's worth going to jail for. Oh, also, so Chick Fil A. I guess whenever they open a new location, okay, it's called Chick Fil A First One Hundred. Whenever there's a new Chick Fil A location, people line up because Chick Fil A has this thing where if you're the first hundred to show up to a location, a brand new one, you get Chick Fil A for the whole year. No way. Yeah, so guys, if you ever see 
a Chick-fil-A coming into like an area, like your area, find out when they're going to open and get in line. Get that Chick-fil-A. Dude, a new Chick-fil-A just opened up right down the street from I us. I know. I'm so mad. I don't even want to talk about it. Like you yeah. get one meal every day. Yeah. So like, you know, like I, we all eat McNuggets. Oh, love McNuggets. So basically what it, I found out is looking at the menu, right? Prices of the McNuggets, it, it's really sus. For 10 McNuggets, I believe it's $4.50. If you look at the menu right, there's an option for 40 nuggets. Yeah. 40 nugget meal. Right. It's actually only $10. Everyone's paying $4.50 for 10 nuggets, but you could pay $10 to get 40. I always get the 10 piece. Right. You think that's like, that's a, the perfect amount of nuggets. Right? Yeah. But if you just pay the another four fifty, you get triple the amount. Quadruple oh, the quadruple amount. Quadruple the amount. Yeah. The amount of money I spent on 10-piece nuggets. Okay, think about this. If you and I go to McDonald's right. and we both want nuggets and we both bought two 10-piece nuggets, yeah. we could have got 40 for the price of 10. Oh, another thing is if you ever want to get like really good french fries from McDonald's, yeah. you know sometimes you go there and it's like soggy? You actually ask for non-salted fries. So because they salt their fries uh-huh. and when they make like a big batch. Yeah. So when someone asks like, I want non-salt fries, they have to make a whole new batch a fresh french fries for you, right? Uh-huh. Because they're with no salt on it. Get it in a little cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just put your own salt on it. It's the same. It's it's probably better, actually. And you get them, like, nice and crispy and hot. Yeah. You're welcome. But see, I heard the thing that makes their McDonald's fries good. Instead of frying it in, like, regular oil, they fry it in beef fat. So that's why it gives it, like, the more, like, savory flavor. Ooh, interesting. It's that point of the podcast now where we have to address this. Spider-Man No Way Home, it's the Tuesday, Today's Tuesday, the 14th. We're actually going tomorrow to watch Spider-Man No Way Home, but it comes out to the public on the 16th. And when you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you're watching this on a Friday, it's already out. We've done a lot of theories on Spider-Man yeah. on TikTok and on YouTube, and it's just that time now where we have our final moment to discuss what's going to happen. We, are, we say this every time. We already know. Andrew and Toby are in it. They're Okay. They're 100% in it. You know why? Because everyone that's done a review, a non-spoiler review on this movie, has said that their expectations, they came in with high expectations. But this movie surpassed it. Okay? And 100% Rotten Tomato score. I'm getting, like, heated right now. Yeah. 100% Rotten Tomato <laughs> score. Right? If Toby and Andrew weren't in the movie, it would not have 100% Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. It, people would be so mad. The hype before the premiere, it was insane. And now people are saying it exceeded that expectation. Right. And what's going on right now is a lot of people that have seen the movie have said it's not what they expected. No one walked out of that movie saying like, oh, I predicted that. It leads me to believe this. Not only are Toby and Andrew going to be in the movie. But there's going to be some crazy special guests. 100%. Huge cameos. 100%. I'm thinking like, I mean, you mentioned this, Miles Morales. Yeah. Spider-Gwen, maybe Emma Stone's going to show up. Dude, that would be so good. I, I truly believe this. Yeah. That people are saying that everything that we've seen in the trailer so far is within the first 30 minutes of the film. Okay? That is insane. Keep in mind that the whole movie's two hours and 30 minutes. So that means there's a whole two hours that no one knows about. And no one has seen at all. Earlier, like a year ago or a year and a half ago, Tom Holland took a set photo of him. And he looked really beat up. There is supposed to be the biggest fight scene in this movie out of all the superhero movies in the MCU. Are like, you serious? They filmed one of the craziest fight scenes. And if I read it correctly, it's supposed to happen 
on a huge field. We've seen Avengers Endgame, right? right? And that was a huge war. That was insane. Literally everyone was there. For everyone to be so hyped, maybe the X-Men show up, maybe the Fantastic Four show up, maybe the Guardians of the Multiverse show up. I mean, it could be a huge multiverse war. For Tom Holland and everyone to report that it's the biggest fight scene of Marvel history. Yeah. Let me tell you, Toby and Andrew are in the movie. And if I'm wrong, I don't know how I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know how because they're in this movie. Yeah, 100%. There's a rumor that Multiverse of Madness is actually going to be the post credit scene in Spider-Man No Way Home. The second post credit scene in Spider-Man No Way Home is actually the longest post credit scene we have ever had in a Marvel movie. So I'm thinking it's a trailer. And it's rumored that, you know, Professor Xavier is going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe he's introduced in Spider-Man No Way Home. That would be so good. I mean, we could be wrong. But see, this. that would be the one thing that's totally unexpected. I'm so stressed out. Right. Because, like, I don't know what to expect. But I guess our final prediction is Toby and Andrew are going to be in it. Possibly X-Men and, and Fantastic Four. Possibly Miles and Spider-Gwen. I think MJ, Mary Jane, Kristen Dunst is secretly in it, too. So I guess we'll see. Everyone comment below if we were right or if we're wrong because this was filmed on Tuesday and this is coming out on Friday. Okay, but this past week, right, I talked about a crazy theory about people's hands and how, you, how your hands could tell your personality. So if you put your hands together, right, you see there's like a line that kind of like, like matches up with each other. Now, if you look at that line and your left hand's line is lower than your right hand's line, that means that you're very romantic and you're very wise and you prefer to actually date someone that's older than you. But if it's the opposite, if your right hand is lower than your left hand, then you're very independent and very confident and you actually tend to date someone younger than you. If the lines on your hands match up, you're very strong-minded and you're very sensitive and gentle, which is really weird because mine are like that. Yeah, mine are like that too. <laughs> but now's the time for the mystery of Area 51. When you think about Area 51, right? Everybody knows that's the place where alien testing gets done. Why would the government make it so obvious that that's the spot for alien testing? If they want it to be so secretive. The contents in Area 51 are so valuable. Yeah. That it really should be hidden somewhere else. Exactly. The theory is that the government tricked us into thinking Area 51 is where the actual alien testing gets done, but it's actually being done somewhere else. Maybe Antarctica. It's the place that not a lot of people are allowed to go to. Every country has decided that that's one place that's off limits for people to go to. Maybe Could Antarctica be. is the real Area 51. All right, guys, so this part of the podcast is called Whose Side Are You On? where my girlfriend Leia comes on and reads a real-life story from Reddit, and there's two sides of the story, and we have to decide who's right and who's wrong. Here's my girlfriend Leia. So whose side are you on? The girlfriend versus the boyfriend. Am I wrong for telling my boyfriend I don't like the way he cuddles with his sister? Whoa, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> I saw a similar post and the judgment made me think more about my own story. So here we go. My 23 female boyfriend's 24 male sister, 26 female, had her first kid quite young at 21. Her daughter is now five and has developed a cancerous brain tumor. Her fiancé and the baby daddy unfianced her. I don't know the proper term because I don't think breakup works here. It's obviously all been really hard on her, so my boyfriend's been comforting her, but I don't like that he cuddles her. Like, she'll hug him, and he'll put his arm around her and stroke her back or something, and she'll just cry into his chest. I'm not jealous because he cuddles a lot with me as well, but I think it's just weird. I understand that it's his sister, and she's going through a hard time, 
but I still thought it was weird and felt a little uncomfortable. So I went and talked to him about it and said it made me uncomfortable. He said, that's my sister and I'm just trying to help her. I said, that still makes me uncomfortable though. He asked me what I wanted him to do. I said, I just don't cuddle her and give her support in other ways. He said that it was a good way of giving support and it helped her and that I needed to calm down. So I said fine and left it at that. At first, I thought he was being stubborn, but now that I've thought about it more, I think he may be right and I probably should calm down and try to help him instead of bothering him like this. Whose side are you on? Wow, that one's a weird one. This is a kind of a hard one to take a side on, though. The brother should comfort the sister. And, like, is, is like, hugging her and, like, rubbing her back really that bad if it's just, like, you know? It's, like, it'd be different if they're, like, in bed, like, oh, yeah. spooning, it, you know? Yeah, that, that would be different. I don't know what she saw. I I mean, obviously, like, he was, like, doing this. and then something. Yeah, and then, like, stroking her back. I mean, I think that's, you know, a normal way of just, like, Comforting. Being comforting, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, who who knows what she saw, right? right? Yeah. I mean, she could have saw some other stuff. I mean, for her to go on Reddit and write a whole thing, yeah. it's probably a little bit more than... But why not add that then? Maybe. If she's trying to make her case, you know? Maybe she's ashamed. Like, the boyfriend's sister's daughter does have, like, you know, she has a tumor, so... I do think the the wife is kind of wrong or the girlfriend the girlfriend the girlfriend the girlfriend is wrong because like you would expect someone to support someone yeah like if right. it's a like if it's a family member like obviously like okay say it was like if it was a mom and a daughter right the mom's gonna comfort the daughter right, right. and like hug the daughter and like yeah. you know what i mean i mean it'd be one thing if it was like her husband's cousin right yeah that would be a little like, yeah that's a girl and he's like <laughs> Hugging her and rubbing her back and stuff. It's yeah. like, right. uh, you know, but maybe since it's like his sister, you know. I mean, I don't, I, I'm an only child. I've never had a sibling, a brother or sister. So I don't know in terms of like siblings, how that works. Like when you're comforting each other. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to rub Ryan's back or <laughs> like stuff like that. But like, obviously, like I'm going to try to like comfort Ryan. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna be cuddling him and stuff. But it's all about a definition of cuddle. Like I don't think hugging and rubbing someone's back is cuddling. No, oh, like yeah, if I you just think... like this and you just like rub the back. Yeah. yeah, it's different if if there's other stuff. But because it seems like her definition of cuddling was just like the hugging and then rubbing the back. I think the person who wrote the story is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. Just yeah. let your brother let let your husband or your boyfriend, boyfriend. comfort his sister. Like just. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of weird how she's, she's, it seems like she's over-exaggerating it in the story. Yeah. Like, she's saying, like, cuddling, like, come on, it's not yeah. cuddling if you're just hugging the person and rubbing their right. back. I mean, the fact that, you gotta assume, the sister's going through a lot right now. Right. You don't need to add this and say, exactly. accuse her of having a thing with the brother. Like, she's already got the issue with her daughter right now. Right. I do have to say, though, I feel like there's certain levels of, like, closeness and, like, you know, the physical sense, like, for different people. Like, I feel like some people may be okay with physical touch, and, like, they're really, you know, they're just like that. That's Mm. one of their love languages. But other people may not be used to that. So maybe the girlfriend is not used to seeing stuff like that. With that being said, the girl who wrote the story is wrong. Is wrong. wrong. Let us know what you guys think. Comment below. All right. Thank you, Leia. Thank you, Leia. (laughs) Woo! 
back to the show. So this week on TikTok, I talked about this theory about dogs and how the way they sleep, they actually are trying to communicate with their owners on how they're feeling. It made sense with our dog. So Brightside and veterinarians did a study on dogs and like the way they sleep, it could be that they're actually trying to tell their owner like, hey, I'm not feeling good or hey, like I need some love or I'm hungry or I want to go outside. So that what they found is if your dog lays like in a curled up ball, they may be feeling anxious and stressed out. And they also may be needing some affection. So if you see that your dog's like curled up in a ball, maybe you should go like give it a hug. See, our dog does that a lot, but our dog is always like kind of anxious. Yeah. So it makes sense. They're, she's always curled up in a ball when she right. sleeps. If it's hot out and you see your dog doing that, they're probably like anxious or they need some love. We put like a sweater on our dog and after she didn't, she didn't sleep in a ball as much. True. That is true. Yeah. It kept her warm. So... So it, I think it's true. Yeah. They also found if your dog sleeps on its back, that it fully, it's trying to tell you like, hey, I trust you. I'm vulnerable like this and I don't care because I know that you can take care of me. So if you see your dog sleeping on its back, just know like they're trying to tell you like, hey, I trust you and I know that I'm in a safe environment. They also found too, if your dog yawns a lot, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're tired. It, they actually found that sometimes it means they're stressed, upset, and not feeling very good. If you see your dog yawning a lot, you should probably like go take them outside or something because they're probably bored or like they're feeling neglected. Like you said, our dog likes to sleep on our clothes. Yeah. So they found that like if your dog likes to sleep on your clothes, like you know when you get the laundry and you dump it on the ground, you're folding it. If your dog likes to go lay on top of your clothes, that means they actually like your scent and they want to like be close to you and they're like they have attachment to you, so they want to lay on your stuff. They want to be close to you. Yeah, I always wondered why our dog did that. They also found, too, if your dog sleeps with you and, like, sleeps back-to-back with you and they cuddle with you, that they really love you and they trust you. And what's kind of cool is they actually found that the dogs, when they do that, they're actually trying to tell their human owners, like, hey, I see you as part of, like, my pack, like a wolf pack. And, like, that's their way of saying, like, hey, like, we're family. But going now to Disney theories, okay? So most amazing top ten, right? They did this crazy theory about Andy. Okay. And they said that in Toy Story 1, okay, we see him playing with his friends at his birthday party. Okay, but if you look closely at his friends, they look exactly like Andy, the same height and same face. Wait, wait, what? The theory is that Andy, he made up those friends in his imagination, and they're just his imaginary friends. We only see him playing with his toys. He never goes outside to play with other kids. He's just inside playing with his toys, always watching movies with his toys. Right. It's all about the toys. He's never associating himself with someone else. It's so sad. I know, it is sad. Most Amazing Top 10 also did this crazy theory about the toys. So say like a toy falls off, a, like a really high shelf or something, and it breaks. Uh-huh. Right? Is the toy dead? If Buzz like falls, right? And the whole, like his whole chest piece like breaks, right? If he dies, right? And the kid decides to keep playing with him and his other toys... The toys are literally playing with their dead friend, but the kid would never know. Oh, wow. That's weird. Right? Yeah. It's so dark. If the toy's dead and, you're, and the one toy's alive still and they're playing together, like the right. one toy that's alive is going to be seeing the dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So this was also by Most Amazing Top 10. Have you ever heard of the cars theory? If you look really closely, there's a car that has the Apple logo on it. And you see it driving, right? It has the number 84. The same year the first Mac came out. I don't think we've seen Apple in any other Disney movies. Like any. Well, Steve Jobs started Pixar. Yeah, he owned Pixar. Yeah. The theory is that they were subliminally trying to make people think about Apple and get an iMac. I've never noticed that. In 1984, there was like some sort of like scandal where like 
people were skeptical of electronics listening to them, right? You know how like we say like, oh, our phones are listening to us all the time. They are. Alexa's always listening. Yeah. Siri's always listening. So I guess 1984 is when it started. Oh, that's scary. So maybe they were warning us. All right, this part of the podcast is where I'm going to be talking about some real-life urban legends. I mean, these could be some real monsters that are living in your backyard. I don't like the fact that this could be real. So Business Insider wrote an article, and they found that in Vermont, they found this thing called the Frozen People. It's an urban legend called the Frozen People. A hibernating family, okay? Okay. In the winter, when things are cold, they would go hibernate, right, to prevent themselves from freezing. But unfortunately, they got frozen. So the urban legend goes is that during the summertime, uh-huh. They unfreeze. People claim they've seen like people frozen during like the winter, and then yeah, what? The, and then they're gone in the summer. But like my whole thing is like, why don't you call the police? Then you see somebody, but apparently they disappear. Like people say they see the frozen people, and then they disappear. <sighs> That's freaky. If you're in Vermont, let us know if you heard about the frozen people. So there's another one in Virginia. There's the urban legend called the Bunny Man. <laughs> what? So basically, there was a like a crazy like a psych ward, like an asylum. Okay. And they're transporting the patients, like these crazy patients, right? Oh. But unfortunately, the bus crashed, and everyone ran. All the, all the prisoners ran, obviously, right? They're not going to stick around. This is not off to a good start. So they ran away. Fortunately, the police were, ab- were able to catch them, you know? Oh, okay. But <laughs> one person got away. Of course. One got away, <laughs> and he is the bunny man. He went to the woods and survived after, like, off like like little bunnies he would eat bunnies oh my gosh. he eat trees like tree bark and stuff basically what happens is he will kill people in the woods apparently people claim that their friends have seen a bright light in the woods uh-huh. and then they've end up dead stay clear of virginia in west virginia there's this creature called the mothman the mothman like, like it sounds like a superhero but it's not <laughs> In 1966, apparently people saw this creature and it, it, it was flying. It was a man who looked like a moth flying. And he would terrorize people. It's believable because if people are saying they saw a man flying like a moth, I mean, I'm going to kind of believe them because it's like, who would lie about that? Yeah, that's kind of weird thing to like say. And as we know, there's been a lot of governmental experiments like the MK Ultra, like that Stranger Things is based on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying that the Mothman is actually a governmental experiment gone wrong. And that's why they actually made a movie called The Mothman in 2002 off of these, like, real-life urban legends. Wait, they made a movie on it? Yeah. I'm done talking about urban legends. We'll move on. To dumb ways to die. Oh, the part where I'm going to lose it. I'm going to start it off, right? Hugh, this guy was a huge gamer. Loved video games. I love video games, right? I'm a huge gamer, but this guy was a gamer. Like, this was his life. Yeah. Right? He loved games. He loved StarCraft, decided to play for 50 hours straight. No water, no food, just going to the bathroom and playing StarCraft for 50 hours. Got it. He got so exhausted that his heart literally failed and his body was literally exhausted for staying awake for 50 hours. That's really scary. I feel like I don't get much sleep. I I feel like people stay up like that all the time. But no food, no water. Okay. This next one, I cannot believe. Okay, I can't believe a lot of these, but oh my gosh, this one. Okay, so a lady, right, she said she had a vision. Okay. She had a vision where she's talked to an alien. And she said the alien told her, meet me at this isolated part of town, right? Uh-huh. And I'll meet you there and we can talk. Okay. She thought an alien said that to her. Okay, so she tells her friend, you have to come with me. We're going to go and we're going to sit in the snow and we're going to wait for this alien. So they drive out there and they sit there. No alien, right? They start to run out of food supply, 
right after a few days. Oh, they, they've been there for days. They've been there for days. Okay. They run out of food supply, but they said, we are not leaving because this alien is coming. Got it. Okay. The lady literally waited there till she froze to death. Oh, gosh. But her friend was able to crawl out of the snow a mile and survived. You would think you would sit in the car in the heater. No, you would think you would just go home. (laughs) (laughs) This next one. A lady was really into watching documentaries, right? I like documentaries. Documentaries are interesting. But she saw a documentary about someone who, who claimed he survived 70 years without eating food. So she said, I'm going to try that. Started to not eat food, not drink anything, right? But then she realized, like, okay, maybe this is a little too extreme. It's a little too hard for me. So I'm going to just drink water, and that's it. She keeps drinking water, drinking water, drinking water. No food for, like, weeks. She literally starved herself to death. Oh, my gosh. All because, so all because of the documentary she saw said that a guy claimed he survived 70 years Whoa. 70 years without food give it a rest man how do you even how do you even think that you should do that who's gonna believe that thank you for joining me for dumb ways to die well guys thank you so much for watching the podcast if you're new to the channel make sure you hit the subscribe button and while you're at it if you don't mind if you made it this far hit the like button as you guys saw throughout the video we talked about comments you guys suggested so Keep commenting what you want us to talk about next, and we will include your comment above our heads in the next video. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next week on YouTube. We'll see you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.